This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out takes. Almunia saves. Look out follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Welcome along. I think we're going to do a bit of a, an end of year special, aren't we? Is that what we're I, aiming to do here? Well, I think I think we should we should honour the fact that it's been a truly fucking awful year. Yeah. As well as as well as month, as well as midterm review for the season. I think we should just throw the whole lot in and see but, what sticks. There's your title right there. Right. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I was just going to say that isn't that how we do our uh, recruitment? We throw a load of shit at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. I think that's exactly what happens. Yeah. Okay. So welcome to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. <laughs> the Pozzo model. See how this fucking goes. Exactly. Now I've got I've got some statistics here for you, uh, which was uh, sent over to me last night because um, I kind of asked for it on a Twitter space, and uh, Nick the Hornet furnished me with this. Here we go. Our record in 2022. So I guess this starts from the beginning of January and goes to uh, to the end of December. Uh, we played 46 matches in 2022. How many of those do you think we won? Oh wow, it's going to be shit. So. Where do we go with this? How did we? How many did we win? Let's go eleven. Eleven, Peter. I think you probably know, but go on. I think it's twelve. It is twelve. Yeah. So is that a quarter? Is a quarter of forty-six twelve? It's, it's no. A, qu- a quarter of forty-eight is twelve. So it's oh, just right. above. It's close. But I did hear somewhere else somebody said it was fifty games. So does, well, does that include league games only, or maybe there's I... been four cup games that we've also been shit in? Yes. Well, there probably has been. Yeah. Okay. So uh, out of those forty-six, uh, one twelve drew eleven, lost twenty-three. Not not good reading. Uh, there was a possible one hundred and thirty-eight uh, points there. Uh, can you do the maths as to how many we got uh, 12 points sorry so, so 36 plus 11 what's so 47 47 oh, yeah. yeah 47 points uh, and a goal Welcome difference to the do not scratch your eyes maths class <laughs> exactly yeah. if i only... didn't realize there was going yeah to be I, a I would have prepared <laughs> yeah. you know, if only calculator or something yeah pay attention to justin there's going to be a test later there will be yes exactly <laughs> and uh, uh and our goal difference what do you reckon our goal difference was i'll give you a clue it's minus <laughs> it's ah, minus okay 
<laughs> Out of 46 games, we had a goal difference of minus 28. Shocking. Piss and, poor, isn't yeah, it? Uh, piss, piss, poor. piss poor, I think, as you say. Piss poor. I, I saw, um, uh, and forgive me, um, I, I can't credit anyone, so I am stealing it, and I will find out who it is. But out of the 92 league sides, we are 91st in in the form table. Really? Who's worse yeah. than us? Uh, I mean, probably. I know. I know oh, do you know? Was. Do you know? Who, go on, yeah, who's worse yeah. than us? And I'm, I'm going to credit Voices from the Vic. Ben Aiton came out with this, and I think uh, also James from the Watford Way. Uh, well, Scumthorpe. Scumthorpe at 97. Oh, fucking hell. So, so <laughs> take that, you irons. Take Scum, that. Scumthorpe that got relegated from the league <laughs> into the conference. <laughs> <laughs> They're the only ones fucking with worse Lord. form than us. Well, that just yeah. says it all, doesn't it? That oh, says it all. So, uh, as we record, we are... Um, what 12 hours a bit more off of um losing 4-0 away to Swansea <laughs> we did a twitter space that went on for two and a half hours afterwards and most people that called in were very angry uh rightly so why do you think people were angry peter <laughs> well I, I think uh, a certain level of existentialism uh, a certain frustration at the uh at the cost of living crisis but mainly i would suggest it was the shitness um of the football I definitely would put the majority of it down to the shitness of the team. Yeah. Shitness is, shitness. is my suggestion. Yeah, great That's word. My answer. Shitness. Shitness. Yeah. I like that. And um, it wasn't just last night, though, was it? Because this has been, like we've just explained, we, a, a particularly piss poor year. We, we've been papering over cracks, though, for so long, haven't we? We, we, we? You know, we go back to, to that Luton game, which was obviously a great day in itself, but it has papered over so much. Because we haven't improved, we're, we're you know we're, we're closer to the bottom of the table than the top. As we've just said, there we're in relegation form. You can't deny it. And and I've, we've said before um, many moons ago, League One is littered with ex Premier League sides for for really shit bad mistakes, shitness as as Peter's just said. And, you know, I, I I generally wouldn't be surprised if if not this season, if next season we are in a fucking right old scrap because. I just do not see it with with those players that we've got on the pitch, and they're not just to blame. I, I, I will say that where where we go, where's the next win coming from? Because it fucking ain't at Norwich, and I'm going, and I'm doing everything to get rid of my ticket. I've seen, I've seen you but putting no, them on Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah, Twitter. <laughs> but no fucker, no fucker, stupid enough to take them off me. No, well, yeah, but <clears throat> this has been coming now, hasn't it? Really, I mean. Mm. When when do you think over the past few seasons our our, our fortunes have turned from being? a fairly middle-of-the-road successful Premier League team to where we are now, which is looking over our shoulder at potentially a relegation Cup, to League One. FA Cup final, isn't it, for me? I think that's that's where I kind of go back and go, that was the pinnacle of where we were. And since then, it's just it's just fallen away. After the and the FA Cup final, probably that day you could include itself because it, was, it wasn't the best, was it? Have a go. But yeah, I'd go from, from the FA Cup final up and up until the present day. I did an article that ended up in the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes bumper book of nonsense, talk about a highlight of the season, um, <laughs> which which was, uh, it didn't go into YBR because I just went on and on and on and on and Colin just went, well, I can't give you half a magazine, just go away. <laughs> okay, so I thought, okay, I'll put it in here. Um, if you go back back to the cup final year i think we won one it may be one or two league games from february onwards we really did absolute run out completely and the you know we talk about papering over the cracks the cup run papered over a whole load of cracks we were in absolute free fall at that time and i think quite a lot of people and the club accepted that perhaps it might have been more 
sensible in their model for Yabby to have gone because it kind of needed a bump. But what happened with the with the cup final was there was, you know, a, a, by, a, according to rumour, shall we say, that there was bonuses that were not agreed upon. There were things that were contractually agreed that were reneged upon. There were moves that were reneged upon. So suddenly you've got players, and I'm I'm not going to name Capu, Decore and Pereira because I'm bigger <laughs> than that, but who suddenly downed tools the next season and if you have a if you have a player who is not playing at 100% because he wants to get 100% because he wants to get his move he wants to get his money for his family he wants to get away suddenly you shut that down you haven't got a player who's playing for Watford Football Club anymore you have a disenfranchised and an absolutely disaffected employee and there's nothing worse and we've we've all worked with them on occasions Christ knows we may have been one who knows but it's that 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 was between that February and how that was handled in May when it was just a question of right we're now a mid-table team we could have got Europe we were so close we'll just keep what we've got and there we'll go and we'll settle but that was where it went wrong but that, so you were saying there uh, from that February we started playing badly but the cup final was in May from from February we've still got a team that includes the likes of like you say Delafeo Decore Pereira Capu all of those players that were really rather good for us so something must have happened in the February then that, that were they kind of down tools because we like you say we were looking at Europe well if you recall and and what happened in the first second and indeed third and probably fourth seasons in the in the in the premiership was we got to around the 40 point margin quite often we get to 38 and go that's probably good enough and the, play, and the players would be on the beach They'd be mm. absolutely on the beach. Mm. Um, and, and they sort of stopped stopped doing all of the things that had got them there in the first place. So, um, you know, that's that was really sort of what happened. And you're right, we had very good players. Potentially, we had very, very good players. But they didn't, they didn't chalk it up into wins. Do we still have very good players, do no. you think? No, we don't. We have, we have uh, the odd flash of brilliance, you know, and we can probably sit here and name two, three of them. Shall Pedro, uh, Aspria will be a great player, I, I have no doubt, but here and now, no. Um, and we, we were obviously linked to, and I was saying last night on the on the Twitter spaces before Peter cut me off, uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> that that we're um, that that we're linked heavily with, you know, with all these potentially great players, and that, but that's all they are. They're, they're potential great players. Do we have a player? Is there a player that the three of us could agree is key to our? to our success probably all of us would say Jao Pedro is is the only one hmm. barring that I, I I struggle I really struggle and, and Justin you you hit the nail on the head very recently you said I, I've got no affiliation no sort of you know feelings towards any of these players and that that's true hmm. and that 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 in itself is a fucking shit show of a of a situation to be in that you can't barring Jao Pedro you can't really go he tries he, hmm. you know he gives a hundred percent in think, itself, it's terrible. I think we're also missing a leader. There's no leaders amongst, amongst the, the yeah, team 100%. either. And as much as we kind of bemoaned Troy staying on perhaps two or three seasons longer than was good for us, as soon as he went, the, the, the heart was ripped out of the team, really, because there hasn't been anybody that stepped up to yeah. his mark that I can but, see. But look at what he's gone and done at Birmingham. You know, I know, I know they're, they're, they're not up there, but he's, he's galvanised them. And he's got them. He's got them all as a unit. And you can, you, you only have to see him on on his socials. You know what he's doing with the younger players, putting his arm around Jude, uh, Jude Bellingham's brother. That's over yeah. there. You know yeah. stuff like that. I, I think that you know maybe it's very true what they say. You know you don't you don't know what you've got until it's gone. And and Troy, from a playing point of view, had gone. 
probably a couple of seasons before he went. But in, in terms of what he probably gave us, you know, in terms of leadership and stuff like that, we, we're really struggling to, to to get anywhere near that. The, I think the other thing that, that connects the whole thing around lack of affinity or lack of connection and also ties back to Troy being there at Birmingham. Yeah, he's not the Troy of 2012 through 2017. He's not. He's much older than that. So he's got more experience. But Birmingham is his club. He is a fan of the club. He understands what the club means to the supporters. He is almost by definition the club, the, the supporters representative in the dressing room. And he was ever thus at Watford because because we know what happened. He'd come in, he kind of had a couple of seasons where it's like, it, you know, yeah, yeah, not quite really working. He gets sent down. And then when he comes out of Nick, who knows what's going to happen? He basically has rejuvenated himself, redeemed himself, according to the word in his book, you know, redemption. Um, it, you know, what he then did from then on was appreciate that there were a lot of people in this in the crowd who were like, I'm not really sure that this is the kind of person we want representing the family club of Watford. But what we do have is we'll, we'll, we'll try and kind of give him his chance. And by God, he took it. And after that, I think he was representing the, the Watford fans and what the club meant to him. And I think he's just doing that at Birmingham. And what I mean by it's one of his clubs is the fact that we also have to look at the fact that the academy has brought practically nobody through. There is nobody that we can say he is one of our own. We had Adrian Blake on the bench last night and we were after, what, 75 minutes, we were, what, 3-0 down? 78 minutes, whatever. Get a shot of Saar. He's wandering around the place looking like, oh, just never well, mind. But 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 someone like Troy Deeney, who's a leader and a talisman, you can't buy that. You can't you can't go, go and buy me a talisman. Go and get me a leader. How do, but you we, need to instill that in someone. We did, we did buy that. We, we had to develop him, but we did buy that. We You know, we bought a player that, uh, you know, look back at Troy's early days at Watford. He was, I remember going to Sheffield United away and he was playing on the wing. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. who the fucking hell is this? You know, it we, just, we, we, we were the only team with a six foot one winger at the time. Yeah, it yeah, was it's like, bizarre. Yeah, and you say we can't do that, but we bought John Eustace, we bought mm. Gavin Marm. You know, and guess where they came from? They came from the Championship. They came from the Championship because they were down in the muck and bullets, and we knew exactly what we were getting. We were getting a known quantity, and not only that, the Championship to them was a known quantity. And they both gave us sterling service. And I appreciate, you know, that a lot of people were here, Gavin Marn, and as, as you said the other day, Carl, talk about yeah, sideways passing, sideways passing. But he'd do the muck and bullets and go, mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let. Ashley Young do the do the clever stuff. I'm going to give the ball to Buatza. I'm going to make, play the ball forward to King or to or to Henderson or give it to somebody else who will do that. We need somebody in there because at the moment, for all of the players that we're talking about with potential, we haven't got a skeleton. We haven't got a frame that in in the team. We haven't got a spine as it's traditionally called. You look down the down the spine of that team and what's in there. There's nothing in the middle. There's nothing really at the back. Probably Cathcart notwithstanding, I would suggest because he's been a fine servant, but he shouldn't be having to be relied on as the primary centre-back. You know, I, I think that that's poor. Keenan Davis is not necessarily holding up front, up the line, because we're not getting the ball to him. You know why? Because we've got fuck all in midfield or defence that's capable yeah. of playing the ball out to him. Yeah, but like I've said before, we are top six with the potential, let's just use that word, to perhaps progress to the playoffs and then who knows from there. So is all of this whinging and moaning and whining, I've said this before, are we just being entitled? Are we being over-entitled and really kind of shouting above our station where we are a championship team, we're a championship team that's 
done very well for itself over the past few seasons. We find ourselves back in the championship struggling. Our, our definition of struggling isn't necessarily other teams' definition of struggling, you know, Huddersfield and these, these kind of teams. Are we being over-entitled or should we be concerned at what's going on? Well, we're on 37 points. 15th place are on 34. This is not an overreaction. If We are we are a club, along with Norwich, who, and, and I mean, Blackburn have been wandering around in the wilderness for some time. Sunderland are inexplicably, you know, kind of got up there. Mowbray's gone from, from Blackburn to Sunderland and done a great job, to be quite frank. Us and Norwich will be hurt that we are not anywhere near the automatic promotion spots because Sheffield are already on, Sheffield United are already on 50 points. Not um, Burnley are on 53. Those are that's the stratosphere that we should be in and around. But what, why should and we're we not? Why, why should well, we? And I'll, I'll tell you why we have to be in that in that area because the moment Gino Pozzo decided to terminate Rob Edwards's employment, we shifted from the thing where we were going to be building for the long term, changing the culture. You remember all of these words oh, in and around August, yeah. where we're going to build and we're going to be buying, you know, and we're going to be thinking long term and we're going to be in here. It suddenly changed to we're not going up. We need to go up. That was accompanied by an awful lot of uh, Macquarie Bank financial instruments where we have been borrowing against this, that and the other. We have borrowed so far in the last, what, year to 15 months perhaps now against the ground. We've taken in the monies that we would get from parachute payments, not just for this year, but for next year. Take that in for a minute. We stay in the championship. No parachute money. That's already been blurted away on Fuck knows what. We've also claimed it on all of the uh, transfers that have gone out, typically to Udinese. So it allows them to bring in cash because basically what we do is we sell the, the debt that Udinese um, uh, owe us to Macquarie Bank to take in a, a little less to us then. Where's the money gone? Mm. Now, we're walking into January with 13 points off a of second place, with three points off a of 15th place. That's why we're not just entitled. That's why we are seeing the trend. The trend is in the performances. Other than Luton and other than Stoke, we failed. we've we really failed to put a team to the sword. I mean, we beat Reading 2-0 and we were shocking. And the only reason we beat them, because we had Yao Pedro. He is now out for six to eight weeks. And Huddersfield as well. Same thing, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Same thing. Yeah. yeah. That, no, no, no. That, that is why it's a real concern. <clears throat> yeah. And, and, and the, the concern is not just for this season. It's like you've just said, it's for next season. What What's the recruitment policy going to be for next season? With no parachute money coming in, Who who's... Where, where are we going to get the transfers from? And Gino Pozzo has made it very clear that he has no intention of changing his recruitment policy. And we said it at the start of this, you know, slinging shit at a wall and seeing what sticks uh, is allegedly the, a good way of doing business or doing recruitment. Is it? Fuck. You know, you, you, you need to recruit for the for the positions that you're weak in it to, to build a team. And we're bringing these young kids in. And, and um, Uncle Ron has come out and on Twitter yesterday, and he made, he makes a great point. You know, you you're bringing these players or, or putting these players on the bench. Give them a fucking opportunity because if you're not <laughs> giving them an opportunity because they're not good enough, why are we fucking recruiting them? Why are we buying them? What well, I just I don't any business where you're trying to get staff, sport, whatever it is, you bring people in because of their qualities, not because they fill a, a number. Or I, I just I don't know what the policy is, and, it, and we're going. I feel like we've literally taken one step forward, and we've taken ten back to to where I was in a mindset of the ownership of this club. If you cast your mind back to pre-season, we sold Cucho Hernandez, 
we sold Emmanuel Dennis, and even those two brought in thirty million pounds. Yeah, mm-hmm. did did we then spend that thirty million? Where's pounds? that money? Yeah, where, <laughs> where, where's, where's where that have money? we? Where have we spent? Dennis's twenty, you know, when when they took Dennis for that money, I was. <laughs> we made something like seventeen million pounds on yeah. that deal, didn't we? But we've Where's had that? nothing in return, not not the, on the pitch. The money goes, the money goes because uh, I don't know if you remember us going through the accounts yeah. um, uh, uh, earlier on. It was kind of February time, so we'll be looking forward to the next account chart of accounts coming out. That that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. you, you'll enjoy that, you two. Um, <laughs> the revenue when you fall into the championship drops off a cliff. It goes. It, it it goes from from memory one hundred and twenty million pounds to fifty seven million pounds because eighty five percent of our revenue was tied into TV revenue. But... Now remember what I just said earlier on. We have already sold the parachute payment for next year. Now we've already done it. It's already gone. It's already gone because, because and that and that and the whole kind of financial activity has felt like Gino's going. Well, okay, I'm going to roll the dice, and he has presumably rolled the dice but he hasn't done it by bringing anybody into Watford of any particular note or with any methodology or with any sense we we you know look at the start of the season we have Rob Edwards what's the one thing everybody said I mean everybody's fed up with the words right fucking wing and back being put in the same sentence what does he give him no not going to have one of those so we revert to another manager who's got to then basically come in. We had a complete uh, glut of injuries to our centre-backs because most of them are over 30. And guess what happens when you get an injury when you're over 30? It takes a significantly larger amount of time to recover than when you are in your early to mid-20s. Hello, Tom Cleverley. Hello, you know, (laughs) Gosling at this point, because it just takes time for them to heal. If you remember when we had the meeting, when when you guys had the meeting, well, no, let's correct this. When Carl had the meeting and when you gate crashed it, Justin, (laughs) inexplicably, (laughs) we were were told players that we were building this foundation on were were, were, were cleverly and Gosling. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. and Cathcart as well. And I'll take you to a point on that, and Justin will remember this. Scott Duxbury sat opposite us and he mocked Luton Town. He mocked them. He said, "How good can the championship be that they're in the position that they're that they're in?" Mm. And he said that in front of the people that were there. They'll mm. all remember it. He and did, now look at him. He was very disparaging about the championship, saying that we should, with the players that we've got coming through and the ones that we've got, we should walk it. And I did take him to task on that and say, "No, yeah, you know, I guess if you've got that at the top, if that's the the mindset at the top, that, then you're going to reap what you sow." And, and can I, ask, very can I ask a very straightforward question to you both, and and just and it's it's very Carlos esque. So excuse the the terminology of it. Are we being fucked by our owners? Uh, I don't think intentionally. No, I think they think they know what they're doing, and I think they think that it will come good in the end. I don't think there's any malice behind it. I don't think they're maliciously trying to ruin our club, but I think. They are not doing a very good job of it. So I don't mm. think we're being fucked by our owners, but I think inadvertently you might think that. I, I have... <laughs> That's a roundabout uh, way of saying yes, but I don't yes. think they're doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I, like, I like what you do. I mean, Peter, I can see Peter winding up to a... Uh... Yeah, I'm going to turn my mic off and sit back here <laughs> and open some popcorn. <laughs> This is. I, I feel that this is so unjustified. If it wasn't so entirely justified, um, we haven't even mentioned Mogi Bayat yet. No, I mean, well, I, mean, you, I didn't you, know who this bloke talk- was until April of 2022 when you mentioned him on a space, and I'm googling, going, "Who's he?" Now we well, all know I, who Mogi Bayat is. Now well, we all I, know. I can tell you now. It was March, and I'll tell you why okay, in a moment. March. Okay. <laughs> right. Pedantic, you be the judge. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, it, because if you're talking about somebody who's fucking over the club. 
what you're meaning by that or or what my interpretation of that is is somebody doing something that is counter to the good of the club as an entity in and of itself and at the moment we're seeing inexplicable deals going on and money being siphoned from the club i'm not saying it's being done illegal illegally i'm not saying it's done being done immorally but nor am i saying it's not what i am saying is for example and we go back over the over the last few years look at obiolari right a player who was signed apparently against his will there is a trial of which that will be a part of in march involving mogi byatt who sits front and center of the director's box even though he's not a director of the club um various other people including bit bait have put up some some extremely well researched pieces around certain personnel who were involved in some of the holding companies also sitting on mogi byatt's in his other companies of which it all plays a part it all smells to high heaven to be quite frank and you've got with that you've got an owner who refuses to come out and talk or say anything at the start of the season we had uh scott duxbury making a very welcome line of communication open through through andrew french and that now seems to have been been turned off and uh and it feels like scott duxbury's been somewhat sidelined i would suggest by the handling of uh of rob edwards and going in a different direction again it's purely me surmising, not not based on anything at all, other than looking at what's happening and going, well, that seems a fairly reasonable kind of set of circumstances. We've seen the players who've come in un under Mogi be inexplicably increased in price. Bio was signed on the 1st of July by Charleroi for 1.3 million euros. He was then sold to us for 5.8 million euros on the 2nd of July. Wow. Now that, that's, now that's that, some business, isn't it? He had a good day, didn't he? he had yeah. A good day. That, that is something. So is something going on that is not working in the best interest of Watford Football Club, both the entity and the football club? And I mean the spirit of the football club, what is actually the club, rather than just pure ownership and deeds? The answer is yes. Something very stinky is going on. But, um, but who does this and, benefit? And repeatedly so. But this doesn't benefit us as fans. This doesn't benefit the club going forward in terms of finances why would you allow this to go on because football has long been a, a, an opportunity for finances to be moved in a inappropriate fashion you can go back to brown paper envelopes of mm. which for example nothing ever proved but uh, uh but brian clough was 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 rumored to be in things that, such as barry fry being able to sign when he was at Birmingham, something like it was something like forty nine different players, and uh, and the I'm not saying that the rumours that he was actually taking a you know a cut of these non league players who were happy to be playing and the signing on fees. But he did then go and buy Peterborough with some money from somewhere, which I'm not sure the former Dunstable manager necessarily made by uh, <laughs> simply on his salary. Some wise investments, I would suggest, were probably the case. Don't forget, Bur uh, Birmingham, when he was there, had three teams who would go and train on different pitches for the first team. You know, it, 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 and thus it has always been. You know, look at the look at the. I mean, just look at FIFA. Just look at Infantino over the last few weeks. My mm. God, mm. what what a corrupt bunch! So yeah, it, it, I, am I am I happy that that Gino came and uh, bought the club and has improved the club and has done some things with the club? Absolutely, and we've said it all along. We can be very thankful for what he has done for the infrastructure of the club and what what he's done to bring us about. But at this moment, 
And of the last, well, let's go back to 2019 and possibly even beyond then. Have there been some strange things? Yeah, there bloody well have been. Where do we draw the line in the sand then, I ask you? Where does it become? Well, yeah, this this came up on the Twitter space, and I'm curious as, as to know what the line is. So so what are we talking about? Do we say, that's it now, as fans, we've had enough? And in which case, how does that manifest itself or what? Because it really can only be the fans that drive the change it in has this. to be the fans yeah it has to be the fans but like you say you know you could you could have four people waving a hanky at, at, at the football ground uh, or you could go start a march from the town center down to to vicarage road but you you've, you've got to have those people and, and the issue is there's enough people out there that have had enough of this situation. Have, have had enough of the ownership. Let's say it how it is. They've had enough of the ownership now. But what are they willing to do? What are they willing to do about it? You know what? Well, what? I, what? What are we willing to do about it as individuals? Forget our podcast. What? What would? What would we do uh, about this situation? Well, I, I will say that four people waving in handkerchiefs would require an increase of thirty-three <laughs> percent. <laughs> sorry, sorry. And, and a big hello to John Parslow. Well done, Mr. Parslow. Uh, at that point, well done, sir. So, so an- another hanky waverer, as we like to be described. <laughs> Um, it, it, look at look at FIFA, right? And I, I'm sorry to keep going back to FIFA. I'm not. What? Why did FIFA? You know, why was Blatter suddenly sent to prison and fined? And the same thing for Michel Platini because the authorities got involved. If it is a question of financial irregularities, cre- yeah, thank you, thank you. I'm going to say creative accounting, but irregularities would be much better. Then that's who it falls to. It doesn't fall to the to the remit or the jurisdiction of the supporters you want your club to be looked after you want it to be ha- have a custodian who is going to look after it come hell or high water do you remember those words i like that phrase um, uh, do i trust gino to look after it come hell or high water no no i don't because if he did and if his if his whole interest and intention was to move it forward Regardless of what is brought onto the pitch, we wouldn't be seeing these very, very strange dealings going off off of the pitch. But so, but these dealings then actually manifest themselves on the pitch because we've just been through the stats of what a poor season it was. And in my nearly 40 years of going to Watford, if we discount the Bassett season, which most <laughs> people, people... are still taking pills after the Bassett yeah, era. Yeah, exactly. There's still, <laughs> still therapists making good money out of that. But that was a shite season last year in the Premier League. And it does seem to have lingered on a little bit into the Championship. So It was, it was. But you've got to factor into the fact that we were in the Premiership and that we had been in the Premiership for five years. And a lot of people are saying, well, we were in the Premiership for five years. Where's that money gone? Mm. And that's that's a reasonable question. But you have to go, I think, to be fair to Gino Pozzo and indeed Paolo Pozzo and the Pozzo family who originally bought it before ownership simply transferred. We got told three months ago, to whenever it was a few years back, oh, no, Gino Pozzo owns it now. And Rafael Riva has produced a uh, a counterfeit letter from Santander yes. that suggests that Gino has got them. What yeah. the fuck is that about? Yeah. This is what I mean about, it, it, let's use it, irregular behaviour or irregular things going on. It's just strange um, and it doesn't sit well. Has he done well for the club? Yes. Has he done well for himself? I imagine he probably has done. So, well, so there we are. I mean, this uh, is a cheery podcast. It is, isn't it? Uh, yeah, we're getting accused of being a bit doom mongery. <laughs> Happy <yeah>. New Year. <laughs> Right, I'm, I'm, we're going to change lanes. I'm going to do this, oh. right? Here we go. He didn't Sort-ed even put any in. indicators Sort-ed on here, Justin. No, 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 no. It's no, like gone. It's like Greg Theaker in Birmingham. He just yeah, sways just into for the it. bus lane. Yeah. Lord. Yeah. 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 Here's, here's my, here's, I'm going to whistle-stop tour through the first, what, first, 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 first seven months 
of, of this year. Are you ready? Oh, Here, we go. Go. Let's go Here we go. Here we go. January. Lose with last kick in the first game. Who was that against? First game in January. January the 1st. Oh, God. Uh, January, January, January. Chris that would have been... Was it Palace at home? Or West Ham? Fr- free kick given away by Uri Tottenham. Kushka. Tottenham. 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 Yeah, Tottenham. We equalise with practically the last kick away too, but it's not a kick, it's a head. That would be... Newcastle. Yeah, Boom. Newcastle. Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ciao Pedro, was it? And on fireworks night, what was the only thing actually fired? Oh, oh yes, yeah, so that'll be Ranieri, which was Norwich. Ranieri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom, yeah. fireworks yeah, yeah. as we took on Norwich, as they came along and beat us with their coffee waiter. Bloke, <laughs> their coffee waiter, man. Man. Yeah, with with mad hair. Ranieri is fired. February in comes Hodgson. Oh, I'd shiver down my who's, spine. Whose oh. first game was the high point of his reign? Burnley away. What, what was the score? Nil nil. Uh, Burnley nil, away. Nil. There you go. Nil nil against Burnley. Absolutely high point of his reign. And a still inexplicable lack of VAR going. Yeah, that is a a handball. A Dennis Header gets a winner at. February West. No, wasn't. Was it Man United? No, we drew in Man United away, didn't we? No, no we were. I'll oh, give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. It was the one team we did the double over last year. Oh, which was. Bear in mind, we only beat two teams at home, and one was Man United. So was it Man United then? Did we beat them one? No, 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 no. I said it wasn't Man United. Villa. We only beat Villa. Of course, it was Villa. Of course, it was Aston Villa. Yes. But we come back to earth with really the more of the trend. When we lose four-one at home to whom? Oh, Chelsea in February. February. Oh. West Ham. West Ham. I'll give you a clue. They had a couple of blonde-haired midfielders. Blonde-haired midfielders. Palace. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yeah. Palace. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was Palace. like Will Hughes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Palace. Yeah, Palace. Yeah. Yeah, Will yeah. Hughes, and they also had the lad on, um, uh, on loan Gallagher. from, uh, from, Gallagher. from Chelsea Gallagher. Absolutely. Yeah. I was going to say, what month did we lose four nil away at Molyneux? But you'll know know that, won't you, Justin? Oh yeah, because that was that was the uh, let's do a Twitter space at half time thing. Half time. Yeah. Was that March or was that February? That was March. Right. That was March. I got, I got very angry at half time on that. Oh, one, mate, you? that was we very. Were, we were shite that day. I mean, uh, that was shite with bells on. We've had several several games now where we've gone. Oh, good God! I mean, you know, there was there was last night's <laughs> last um, night was up there. there, there was, Millwall away. That was an old good God. Millwall yeah. away, Blackpool away, and that one at Wolves. Holy hell! And then we had a win away. Our last win. Do you remember oh. who our last win away was against? I'm going to say Norwich. No, because no, that was that was it earlier on in the year. Yeah, I was going to say we played Norwich oh. in, in um, we played them in September. Was, yeah, the uh, was it Dennis had a brilliant last game. Last win didn't away. Yeah. Where, oh, where was well, that? well, just call it our last win. Full stop. All oh, oh, right, okay. Um, <laughs> Saying away gives it an elevation it really doesn't deserve. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't yeah, remember the... us beating anyone away, Peter. You're gonna to have to put me out my misery there. Piss was that? We yeah. we were away. I'll give I'll give you one clue. Katie hated it because it was a junior Hornets day and there were kids. Southampton. Quote, I was there. Everywhere. Southampton. There you Southampton. go. Oh, Southampton. Southampton. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Now I'll just I'm just gonna read this now from March into April because I'm quite. This is some of my best work. I said, <laughs> and we win at Southampton, which sees us turn a corner. April. Unfortunately, the corner we turned was a blind bend, and behind it was Liverpool, Leeds, Brentford, Man City, and Burnley. Oh. And waiting to make a- April 
absolutely bloody pointless. We lost every single one of those. What was the most painful do we remember as? Brentford, I think, because weren't we doing really well in that game? And then we, we gave away winning. a penalty. and We gave a penalty away and then Truster Kong... No, Truster Kong gave a penalty away and somebody Kutschka, else did something was fucking stupid. It was Kutschka, it was a, it was a set. It was a set piece um, which, which kind of came out to a second play, went back to the side of the gone, which was on the right-hand side. He cuts back in, puts a, puts a cross in, and the, the guy gets in. Uh, gets in for a header for the first one. We'd we'd already gone one nil up in that game. Yeah, and then and then Troost had uh, had one of his moments that have since become known as Troosty moments, which Trusty I think moments. is quite nice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> May sees us relegated, but allows Roy to have a reunion with some adoring supporters. Oh, all Palace. happy, all happy because they're fucking shot of him. Absolutely. Yeah. What, what, what was that result? Was that two nil Palace? What, that was one nil Palace. Was one nil? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. No, there was nothing. There was nothing even remotely exciting about it, other than at that particular game, somebody, sometimes known as Hercules, occasionally known as Putney, <laughs> had a bite out of something truly awful. Oh yes. yes, yes, he did. Putney the horse, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. legend he is. I made, I made Putney what he is now. He's retired now. He's living in uh, California. Is he? Yeah, it's he's, nice to know. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully yeah. in a glue factory. It had been eaten by dogs in tins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Putney's probably been taking like you know this basic kind of vitamin shots ever since. Putney, so, Putney with a side order of chutney, I think. Yeah. yeah. So when we appointed future Luton Town manager oh, Rob boo. Edwards, oh god, god, what team did we play that day? That's before a good question. Which he was paraded in front of the fans. That's a fantastic question. That is Peter. a great question, and I'm going to say it was not a clue. Hang no, on, me neither. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. God, this is terrible. It wasn't that long ago. If it helps you, don't forget the uh, the Forest Green Rovers chairman was very upset. He was not, pissed, not, wasn't he? Not only because he got a very uneven haircut, but also <laughs> he was so angry he threatened to cut off a year's supply worth of tofu to Watford, which we didn't give a shit about. No, I can't remember. It wasn't Burnley. I can't remember. It wasn't Burnley because I was sat next Middlesbrough? to... Middlesbrough? Rings a bell? Well, they weren't in our division, were they? Middlesbrough? Were they in the Premier League? Well, if, if you recall, we were already relegated because on the Crystal Palace game we'd gone down. So, Oh, yeah, decided, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Decided now was the chance to play youth. So instead, put different older people into the middle. I can't like remember. Gosling, who was... had a great game against it? Everton. Everton. Oh, still... Hang on, it wasn't Everton. Everton was an evening game. 
Everton, yes. Uh, we, we, we paraded Rob in a in a Saturday game because I was there. I wasn't at Everton. Yeah. In an evening game. In an evening game. game. Yeah, we did. No, That's we right. did it. No, no, no. We did it on a Saturday because I was at the Saturday one, but not the Everton game. So we paraded uh, Rob. Yeah. You'd have to check. What was the game before Everton? In Crystal Palace, we got beaten. It wasn't. It was Everton. I'm telling you now, it was Everton because we 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 had the uh, we had the spaces there after, and we were all saying, "Oh, yeah, yeah he's quite good looking, isn't he? Yeah, fine, excellent." Well, I'd have to take and a we, Pepsi we all, challenge on this. We I were all incredibly oh, happy. What's the point of? Official challenging. I do. Ooh. I'm not sure. I'm going to VAR that because I oh, I remember Rob coming out and giving Hassan Kamara the Player of the Season award, and it was a Saturday. The Everton game was the whole. We've got the ball. We've lost the ball, and I wasn't at that game because I wasn't well. So I watched that on the TV. Ah, so well, so well. In which case, you wouldn't have seen Rob Edwards being paraded. He was also brought into the last no. game of the season, which is when oh, he would have okay. been there. For. He was paraded twice, was he? Okay. Not paraded. Well, not? I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say he was paraded the second time. He was more there as a, you know, a distraction. All please right. don't look at. Please don't look at Roy. Look at him. He, he's <laughs> yeah. not old. He's our future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for at least four months. Yeah, he's uh, our future Luton Town manager. There yeah. you are. God. It's just and depressing, isn't it? Anyway, go on, Pete. Sorry. The last home game of the season, which was later that week, we lost it 5-1. Who against? Oh, God, yes. And it was a... Sh- was it Leicester? It was Leicester, because it was Rich Stevens yeah. doing his walk from... Well done. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, and the final question, and I was going to say about Rich Stevens, Rich Stevens walked all the way from Leicester with his, with his good friend there. Um, what was the charity that he was raising money for? It was the Anna Kennedy Autism Kennedy. Charity. Oh, look yeah. at that. I thought you were both going to go, oh, fuck off. We don't no, no. That. I can remember that. I can remember that, <laughs> but say, I can't remember. I was going to say, was... we'll cut that out then if you've no, 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 well that. done, well done, well done. That, yeah. Final question, final question. Uh, both Carl and I were out of the, out of the country by the time the final oh, game yes. came away. And if you recall, we thought we were going to lose. It was a draw. And then we scored in the 87th minute, only for the opposition to score in about the 90th minute because it was that kind of season. Chelsea away. Arsenal away. And who scored the goal? For Watford? Now you're asking. Probably Dennis, was it? No, it was Dan Gosling. Dan finally Gosling. bought out of finally bought out of kind of cryostasis. cryostasis. They put him into just <laughs> ridiculous. The Disney with, of the of Rob, <laughs> with the appointment of June, with the appointment of Rob Edwards, who was renowned for playing a three-five-two formation with forward-thinking wingbacks, fans look forward to signing one. Just one of them, perhaps Kane Wilson, who had played for Edwards at Forest Green Rovers. But we don't. Instead, we sell for Menonia to Villarreal to take on static mime artist Mario Gaspar. <laughs> in return. Before this, though, our first signing is Vakun Bio, signed from Charleroi, where the managing director is Mogi Bayat's brother. The good news is that Bio, not Bayat, is an asset that is increasing in value. Having signed permanently the day before by Charleroi for 1.5 on the 1st of July, his value skyrockets to 5.8 the next day as Watford part with his fee to secure the forward. The inflation of 4.3 million in 24 hours is something even Liz Trust and Quasi Quarting couldn't have fucking made. <laughs> <laughs> but you love the crow, don't you? Eh? But yeah, yeah. Here's my final bit of July. With desperate need of a right wing back, Watford finally swooped to sign football impersonator Ray Menage from oh, Barcelona. Good lord! With a with a capital B, both at both ends. Barcelona B. <laughs> Barcelona B. On a free transfer, and let's be honest, we were robbed. Oh God, Raymond, I yeah, he's not. Oh, I God. mean, I, I'd probably get in a team ahead of him. I think I can't see any of this lot ever, 
ever being remembered fondly. I just can't see any of the current team. No. You know, no, half no. time I go, and we're going to bring a legend out now, everybody, and here's Raymond I. People are just going to go and get a pie, aren't they? They're not going to. There's none of them. None of them are legends. It's just... Do we have to go and get a, a, a pie simply because it rhymes with Manai? Exactly yeah, I was going to say, it was a great rhyme there. Yeah. In, in which case, we need to sign Thomas Hitzelsberger straight away. <laughs> exactly. Straight away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. exactly. If it's Raymond I, I'm going for a pie. I think that's probably. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the chant, yeah, no, I just I, it's depressing when you look at the, uh, uh, you know what we've got playing for us now. None of these players will ever be remembered. I can't I can't think of any of them. Well, that I would they ever will, want. unfortunately, for the for the wrong reasons. I think. Well, maybe, maybe, but I just I just they're unlikable. They're unlovable. Mm. It's it's just horrible. Um, and I you know I think we even spoke last year, probably around this time last year, saying we feel disconnected. Well, it's even worse now. And I didn't think if, that was possible. But it's the, even the, worse. The next meeting that they do, these meetings that they're having, where obviously the atmosphere around the, the camp isn't very good. What they should do is not have a meeting and just play last night's Twitter space to the players. Yeah, because that will kind of give them a flavour of of where we are as a as, as a group of fans that pay our hard-earned money to you know to travel all over the country and fair play to those guys that, that were at Swansea um, as we oh, recorded this last night yeah you know fair play to them they they all deserve in my opinion a, a, a fucking refund because quite honestly it's it, absolute shambles but no I, I agree completely Justin I think there's not one player that that in the future would come out and we'd all go I remember him fondly no and and there's none that I could be asked to discuss Things on a you know, if, if say we were doing this in twenty years and we're looking back for mm. players to talk to, you go, well, there's none of that team I could be asked with because they don't have no stories to tell. And yeah. B, I'd find it yeah. very difficult to be nice to them. To be I honest, think, I think I think I think Craig Cathcart um, will uh, he's be an exception because you because he's a long servant for, for, yeah, for a, a long, long servant, servant uh, for a long time servant because uh, and because centre backs don't tend to be spectacular i mean you know i'll think of him in the same way as i will about steve sims and that is a glowing reference somebody who was here and has given good service mm. um you know uh Cavaselli, i will speak of very glowingly just simply to get a reaction out of you ron if you're listening but there we go um <laughs> to be so, fair to Cavaselli, and i think it does get mentioned occasionally he, he has got the whole kind of watford community spirit thing about him um so you know he will respond to people on social media and say oh will some player give me a happy birthday invariably it will be Cabaselli that does it. You can tell that he does enjoy that side of things, but as a player, he's fucking dreadful. And and usually it's nice if the two things go hand in hand. I've never forgiven him for laying down, pretending to be shot at Bournemouth away. That was fucking that disgusting. Was that Decorah yeah. who was telling him to get up? It was, yeah, or, or, get the fuck. Yeah, yeah I've never, never forgiven doing? him for that. Or Kapoor, it was one of them, wasn't it? Saying "get up." That was disgusting. That was disgusting. But yeah, and I... that little that little mangy run that uh, away at Blackpool. Oh God! Yeah, where allegedly he was injured. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's it's, it's, it's not good enough. And and you know, I don't want to go all sort of Uncle Ron on it, but he's been given a very nice contract and been paid an awful lot of money to be that bad. Um, and, and I think that kind of that's endemic across the whole team, really. It's these ridiculous contracts that they're given of of a lot of money that you're kind of stuck with. Andre Gray, I think, there's, is probably the prime yeah, example. Yeah, he's, he's the pinnacle of it. But there's a culture, I think, at the club now. You know, underperformance and just not caring. You know, there's not one player that cares, as far as I can see. You know, I'd love I'd love players to come out and stand in a room with ten supporters and just say we do care. Because, but mm. I. I I generally don't think they do. They they go home to their million pound houses and their flash cars and their bank balance that we'd all love, and they don't care. They mm. don't give a shit. 
But how's and that? I agree. How, I think I think the same thing. I think the same thing. Sorry, Justin. I think the same thing goes for for the owner. Hmm. The owner hmm. came and said, "I'm sorry, we're having a really tough time. With it. I haven't got the money." You might go, "Really?" Hmm. But you'd have you'd have the respect for him because he'd come out and fronted up hmm. yeah. and said, "Look, you know, we, we're we're having to cut our cloth accordingly." We're Watford. We know all about cutting our cloth we accordingly. Cut cloth. Yeah, yeah, fine. But I think but, a lot but, of people would say you, when you don't make any comment, when you don't make any attempt to connect, um, it makes it very, very hard for for the guys in the the comms department to have any form of response to anything because everything feels, by definition, cold, hard, and mechanical, hmm. and cynical, and clinical, and just sterile because there isn't that organic connection that so many people and we. I think I think one thing that puts us in a position to to take a look at this is the fact that because of the Twitter spaces, we we're able to take a barometer of the comments that are coming in from fans. And yes, you're absolutely right. When we lose, people grumble. When we win, people go yippee. Right, great. But I tell you one thing: over the course of this year, we've heard more people reference the feeling of disconnectedness from the club, the feeling of feeling remote, of not being connected to the club as they wish to, as they historically have felt before, and that it's it's an increasingly, it's just a, an absolute increasing trend constantly. But the trouble um, is that when you've got a disconnect with fans, it's never going to heal, is it? Because by very nature, it's a disconnect. It's it's shut out. You're shut out. A change has to happen, doesn't it? But how does that happen? Yeah. It changes. This is what we keep saying. Look at look at the difference. Andrew French came in. Okay, I know we've posted something up with him and have had a chat with him today, which has been fabulous. But he came in and has taken the Watford Observer to new heights in terms of having somebody who's looking at it, having somebody. I but, mean, it can't be can't be small. The fact that he's a fan himself. I love all and this. And he's also knowledgeable. But because. That's good yeah. for the Watford Observer, Peter. That's not good for the fans, in a way. Because... No, but look what happened when Duxbury came out in that initial point. Now, I, I grant you, the moment that, that Rob went, it's it, everything went the other way. Because we we were, we were thinking, everybody was suckered into this. Everybody thought, we're talking about culture. We're talking about having something long-term. We're talking about giving a young, progressive coach an opportunity. And the moment it went away again... That's where it that's where it breaks. Yeah. Um, and what's happened since communication has been shut down from the hierarchy of the club. Well, it has. And, and I, I don't think it, that's the problem. though. How do you change that? You don't. I mean, you know, I've heard things about I don't know where I've heard it. And, you know, this may need to be cut out. But I've heard things about, oh, you know, um, the, the, the owner doesn't like people being vocal around the, the director's box. And, um, you know, we, you probably need to keep it a bit quiet around him. He doesn't want to hear dissent. And all. But if you're going to live in a siege mentality, how are you ever going to, you know, see how people are feeling? And are you that arrogant that you think that you're right and 20,000 people are wrong? I'd, yeah, he doesn't I'm, care though, Gino. He doesn't care. I mean, that that that's what it boils down to. He does. Right. He, so, he, so he, to make him care, what do you do? Well, that's that's the what we were saying earlier on. What as as a fan base, we have to do. All right. Let let let's just take worst case scenario. Yeah. Let's say we carry on this 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 season as we are currently, mm. and the worst happens, we go down. So we're now a League One side. Mm-hmm. Now, is Gino Pozzo likely to stay around with, with us being a League One side? Or, or is he going to carry on doing what he does in, in League One? For, for no. that, that question, first and foremost, as, as a fan base, are we happy that we're a League One side based on the money that should have been coming into the club 
and you know the players that we've had and the, the all that money that's that's Peter's mentioned in before that's that's gone elsewhere. Are are we are we accepting that we're a League One side, or are we going to do something about it? But it it, it can't be just well us free. Or it no. can't be another podcast. It, it's got to be all of us. The drop to the third tier last time didn't trigger any fan but we reaction. Were, we were, yeah, but we were a very different club back then. A very different club in terms of finances, what we had going on in the in the in the background, and, and we bounced straight back up. And we went we on did. that, you know, we Graham Taylor and 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 so forth. So that being at your lowest point changed very quickly. As soon as Graham Taylor came back, we went we, we went back up. We we're now we've now gone full circle where it feels to me that we're in a, a similar situation that a big change has to happen. I, I don't know I haven't got the answers. I can't sit here just like you you guys haven't. I don't know what the best way to get my opinion across to Gino Pozzo, whether he listens or not, is or how we do it in in the correct way. Because I you know, none of us want to get fucking banned from the club. None of us want to cause damage. None of us want to do any of that. But mm-hmm. as a football fan, as a fan of my club, you know, I pay thousands of pounds as everyone else does. It's in my blood. I want to tell the owner that he's pissing me off and what he's doing has to change. Well but we all ha- we all have to do it together. This goes back to what when when Edwards got sacked and um Pete Fincham came on our chat and said the only way that this guy will recognise that you're unhappy is to stop giving him money. So you mm. don't buy anything from the club shop. You don't buy anything from the kiosks. You don't basically put any money into his pocket. But it is so difficult to do that because we are not customers. We are supporters and fans. And you can't change your club. And if you go and to football regularly, you'll always go to football regularly, uh, regardless of what division you're in and how well you're playing. You know, QED, what's going on at the moment. Yeah, It's also complicated because even if we stopped buying pies, stopped buying season tickets, the actual amount that match day revenue potentially comes right. in when you're in the premiership it's minimal. is tiny. Hmm. It's tiny. You know, uh, effectively, relegation hit us far more than COVID did. Because COVID meant that we were basically not allowed to have match day revenue. We weren't allowed to go into the ground. Horrible for supporters, horrible for the club, if you will, but not horrible particularly for the for the for the owner. Not not really. He was still getting you know provide you know the reason why Operation Restart even happened was because the uh, the TV companies were looking at a clawback of a massive amount over the TV revenue. Mm. So the reason the games went on with no audiences was absolutely nothing to do with the integrity of football and all to do with where the the biggest baddest revenue stream was coming from. So we go in and we go down. Now the question about what do we do about it? There, there's there's two forms of resolution here if if, if it goes in our favour because of course if it doesn't go in our favour then nothing changes nothing nothing goes on we get rid of Gino or we affect change with Gino in place I don't think there is any supporter who would not like to see Gino in place but the club run under uh, on a basis of the kind of values that GT that Graham Taylor had openness transparency a commitment to youth uh, we, we heard a load of shit from scott duxbury about how we were opening the you know the doorways and the the career paths for for local players in fairness it might not be bullshit there may be stuff we'll, we'll go and see about that but nothing has been visible for a very very long time um and it takes let's face it an injury list of well of covid levels for adrian blake to get a position on the bench and not get used at swansea last night so are we seeing a pathway through for younger players? No, I don't think we are. Would I like to see you know, Gino 
not take the arrogant approach, not take the dismissive approach to what the supporters want, but actually take on board Watford again, as he did when he first came here, as a project and communicate to us. What's the problem with that? Where is the problem with that? Because if he turns, if he tells us bad news, you know what we do? We go, oh, that's bad news, isn't it? Oh, our club's up against it. And what do you do when your club's up against it? You defend it to everybody. Being like Watford is like, uh, and talking to other supporters is like being from 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 the UK and going abroad and somebody having a go at the NHS. Mm. It's all right for us to whinge about it. Don't let any other bugger do yeah. so. No way. You know, we become naturally defensive about it. But we're kept on the outside. We are as informed by the club, uh, by the club hierarchy, shall we say? As, as every Man United fan is. So why shouldn't they think that, well, you're you're just daft and you just sack managers all the time? So the, the, the key point here, despite everything else, is the culture is linked to communication. He needs to do that. If he doesn't, it then comes down to, okay, he wants to sell the club. Rumours are that he is looking for external investment and would consider a wholesale um, you know, kind of, uh, of the club if the right deal was going to come in. But the one thing we know about Gino is that he drives an incredibly hard bargain and is quite happy to just walk away and be belligerent. Belligerent and obstinate. Stubborn even. Oh, go figure, right? He's not going to do that if he can't. If he when he when he wants to do that is when he gets back to the Premiership because then he's got turnover and the value of the club is exponentially worth more because the turnover increases exactly as we said beforehand. Suddenly he's selling to you know companies in oh Christ knows China, Japan, or America most likely nowadays. They seem to be liking it. The billionaires over there, hundreds of millions of pounds, rather than if he got we went into League One and the club's worth. What turnover suddenly drops from 57 million to about 20. The club suddenly worth about 40 million. The club now suddenly has to, you know, spend to keep a white elephant of a stadium. We think of it as a lovely small stadium and it is in premiership terms. In League One terms, it's like Wembley. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. would, would we would we have Scott Tingley and his assorted, you know, kind of crew of magicians looking after the, the training, uh, the training surfaces and exact matching them with uh, with with grain and camber and probably combing the grass the same way as the main pitch? No, we wouldn't. No. We'd have to cut our cloth, but he wouldn't be able to sell it for what he would want at that point. So I don't think but, if we went down, he would go. I think he just thinks uh, we'll, we'll get back into the premiership because I'm great. But your point there about would you prefer it to be Gino in charge, but with Graham Taylor um, transparency, etc. It's never mm-hmm. going to happen because that's going to involve him changing his mind on everything: how he acts, how he runs the club, how he allows people to communicate, etc., etc., etc. So, at what point do we go? Where is the line in the sand then? Because you know, I think earlier on we probably said, "Oh, if we get relegated to League One, that'd be a line in the sand." Fine, we get relegated, the fans are pissed off, but is are any of them going to do anything to show? Their descent. I think the only thing that could be done is a banner across the rookery from right across saying we've had enough. But that involves finding 20 grand from somewhere and uh, finding someone to print it and then us organising to do it. That That's it. I can't see any other way of showing your dissatisfaction because we will still go. We will still buy season tickets. We will still buy merchandise. <laughs> that's that's inherent. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, uh, I forget the club going abroad. But there's statements that could be made without spending twenty thousand pounds. You know, the people that want to, you know, come out and say to to get Gino out, you just have to make a statement. And I'll use an example. I forget the club, so forgive me. I think it was twenty thousand tennis balls, which each each person each person bought one. And during the game, they threw the tennis ball on the pitch all at the same time. Now, I'm sure there's fines and blah 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 about the the, the 
you'd you know, be frisked that, that, on the way in and they'd go, yeah, what's this? And they'd have okay. it taken off you. That's, but I, you do, I don't... You, sorry, you do know what you say about being frisked. You do know that Birmingham did this, but they use something other than tennis balls. Birmingham <laughs> took... No, they, they threw... Dirty dil, protests. They, they threw dildos see? onto oh, the now pitch. there you go. You see? Now, how do you think you might get a dildo in your past pants. somebody ah, frisking you? In your pants, yeah. of course. Yeah. That's how called... uncomfortable as Stuart's <laughs> going to be going, is that, well... Is that called keistering? <laughs> uh, no, that would be going somewhere else, one suspects. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's an Ann Summers in the Harlequin. I imagine we could but probably... But something like that, you, you mm. know, if it, 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 I, I would be happy, right, to have a conversation with anyone, uh, whether it be down the bunker, whatever, for anybody that said, right, I've had enough of Gino, we've had enough of the owners, we need to do something. We get it all the time in our private mail, whatever. We, we've all seen it. Guy, you, you guys do X, Y, and Z. Why don't you start this? But why should it come to us because we've got this platform? I'm happy to do... I don't want Gino at the club. I'll say it. I don't want him at the club. I don't think he'll ever change. The, the sacking of Rob Edwards finalised that for me. We're, we're now in a position where I'm looking up at them horrible lot up the road and thinking they've got a great little manager there and they've got they've got potential to carry on yeah. from where they left off. If somebody said to me, what would you do to, to, to dis, you know do a dissatisfaction, show your thing? If we all come together, there's an opportunity to show the club, you know, over one game, end of the season, whatever it is, that we're not happy and we want change. Mm. Now, it's the club's choice or the owner's choice to change that until we do something, until we actually make that step. And it's a big step. Nothing's going to change because we can put as much as we want on social media, tagging hashtag Watford FC and... You know what for that, and we've already we've already been in a in a conversation with somebody at the club who's already told us a lot of the people don't even see those tweets. You know they don't they don't recognise that stuff. And mm-hmm. you could ask every season ticket holder to send a tweet to the club going Gino out. It wouldn't make a blind bit of difference. Something but has to I think change. I think there has to be a, a lowest point before we're not far from it. <laughs> so what do you I've think got... will be the lowest point then? Well, I think just carrying on and accepting what we're. I think we're in the lowest point. I don't see, but there it, are. I, there are okay. 18 teams below us in that division that would go, we'd love to be where you are with all those of, players of course, and of all course. that money and and, 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 and that lovely stadium and all the rest of it. But that can, but there's also teams like Derby County that had all that, had more than, than that. Mm-hmm. And look at them. Look at the position they're in. Um, the, the, the whole league is littered with teams that have made bad mistakes from owners. I'm not saying that Gino's going to put us into administration or or anything like that. I'm just saying on this current road, this path that we're on, I don't see where the what how we get back to the Premier League based on the I recruitment, based on the, want... the guys at the The I only reason you it. want to go back to the Premier League is for the money. But you, what you will end up with is what we had last time out, which is 11 defeats at home in a row, getting 27 points in a season. Do you know what I mean? Under I, the current... I, I, want, I want to play as a Watford supporter and, and I want to play at the highest possible position. Even that if that can. means a season like we had last year, which was you and I were fucking moaning about that all season, but, going, this is shit, this is yeah, terrible. Yeah, but the, 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 point, the point has to be... As- as opposed to this season, of course. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, yeah, agree, yeah, exactly. I agree. But, I agree. but the, point, the point has to be that we have to do it correctly. We have to do it in the right way. I agree. There is no point. in you know, If we went up this season, it's never going to happen. But if we went up this season, we'd be straight back down because we haven't got the stability at the club. And that's that's what we need, the stability. Does Gino Pozzo give us stability? No, he doesn't. Does the current regime give us anything like that? No, it doesn't. I don't think the recruitment does. I think that the whole place 
smells, feels terrible. <clears throat> it just feels like an effort to support this 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 team. And if it feels like that for me, it must feel like that for other people. Hmm. And and I agree with what what you're saying that going back up is pointless. All right, there, there's a bit of money in it. That's it, which hmm. is great for the club, I'm sure. But we're not reinvesting that money because we've already shown that we're we've already got rid of two years worth of parachute money in a, in a blink of an eye. There is no investment at our club. So the sooner the new investment comes in, or Gino goes and 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 it, and, and I'm not saying somebody coming in is going to make it any better. It might be worse, mm-hmm. but that's football. We have to, we, we've got, I feel like we've got to a, a crossroads where going straight forward now isn't going to change anything. We have to turn left or right. And it might be taking a, a, a step back for a bit. But I think in the long run, Gino Pozzo is not what is going to be good and healthy for Watford Football Club. Happy New Year, everybody. Well done. <laughs> it's, uh, you're right. You're absolutely right. But it's, you know, the, the trouble is that, there's a an undying almost loyalty of football fans, and I'm fed up with customers. We're not customers; we're supporters. No, but there's an undying, and we'd go if we were in the conference. We'd go if we yep. were, um, you know, in the Premier League. Whatever, we'd still go, and we'd still support. We'd still buy a season ticket. And I, I don't think there's enough people fed up with it all. I think most people would go, "Hey, we're in the top six, and mm. you know, we're we're knocking on the door of the Premiership. That's probably where Watford should be, and I'm happy with that." So maybe we're in a bit of a negative loop. Maybe we're in a a loop of negativity that we listen to week in, week out, going, oh, well, everyone feels like this. In six six months' time or whenever it is, and as Peter's touched on, we're we're dragged through the courts and our name is mentioned in things that it shouldn't be mentioned in, in terms of ownership, mogi buyout, whatever that is, and something was to come of that, points deduction, you know, financial, whatever it is. And we do then get relegated or something happens to the club that that all of a sudden will change the horizon for, for the football club not just for the next couple of years but for you know maybe even our lifetime you don't know no. it, it, it really is that serious the, the situation that, w- that we're currently in you know Watford after the 80s uh, the, the glory days of the 80s when you know disappeared for oh it was a decade 10... of a decade yeah, of yeah. nothing really and there's nothing to say that we're not coming to another portion of that and 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 what the future will hold, but it just something doesn't feel right yeah. in in the terms of who has the who's controlling the strings. It yeah. just feels like at any given moment they're going to get a pair of scissors and cut, and our club is going to fall. And that's how I feel. And I and I, you know I, I might be overplating it, and people might go, "Oh, you're overreacting, you dickhead." But they just something doesn't feel right. Well, before nah, you're, we... just a, you're just a fanny. That's I was going <laughs> to say before we let Peter go to bed because he had I'm a gonna... sleepless night doing all sorts of editing and things, and he, he's, nah. he's obviously you know very yeah. tired. How'd you spend your New Year, Peter? I was asleep. I was asleep. Yeah, mainly. Have you got any <laughs> rays of any rays of hope for us, Peter? Is there any anything? So yeah, you, you, your point, and um, when I say look, you know, there, there's two ways with him and without him. That's just that's just the the options at the crossroads that we are here. Um, at any point, he will if he is trying to actively sell and he does then he's gone that's fine but the decision maker is gino because he owns it you know that's 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 the the end of it if you make a comparison to watford and you mentioned there watford in the 80s if you're going to make a slightly uncomfortable 
uh, comparison to any one club, it would probably be Wimbledon because they came up through. They were, yeah, you know, we we were tarred with being, oh, well, you're long ball like Wimbledon. We weren't, but there were similarities. We came up, you know, we both had to put up with Bassett, even though he did rather well for them, rather badly for us. Look what happened to Wimbledon when they were moved and picked up and usurped and moved across to Milton Keynes. Mm. What happened was a Phoenix club, AFC Wimbledon, who started in about the ninth or tenth tier. I mean, they started off with, uh, you know, they started off again with, oh, crikey, uh, with, with trials on like Hackney Marshes. Hackney Marshes, saying, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and and they started from there and they came up. Now, they've been on one hell of a ride. Now, that was what the supporters trust, you know, for that sort of scenario was what the supporters trust was sort of set up for at the time, back in the kind of what, uh, early noughties, because it was around that sort of time when when that sort of stuff was going on. Mm. And the thought was, are we going to have to have a Phoenix club? You know, all the shot town being called the Phoenix club, literally the original one of these. If that happened, we'd all be going brilliant because we're going to be playing and we're going to be winning and then we'll get up to our point of incompetence. That's the point about football. You know, you can't turn around and go, yeah, but you can't want to go up because you'll finally lose. Yeah, like every other fucking team. Of course we will. That's what happens. We are not a Man United. It didn't we happen. have to find a way. It did happen for huh? five seasons. It did happen for five seasons when yeah. we got put up last time, you know, 2015 to 2020. By and large, we were competing with a lot of the yeah. top teams. And at that time... We had an advantage. The uh, Pete Vincent, we mentioned earlier on, called it beautifully last season when he turned around and said the Potso network is no longer fantastic. You know why? Because everybody's got these things called computers and they can all look up football manager and they've all got, I think his phrase was unfettered access to the Ecuadorian second division. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to yeah, remember yeah. that phrase till I die. It's a great one. Yeah. But, but, and, and that was the, we were good enough to do things differently. But of course, what happens is you get into a comfort zone or you relax or you stop doing things differently. Other people catch up with what you're doing and go beyond you because you're still fixed thinking, ah, we're ahead of the curve. And that's sort of what happened. Mm. Uh, we got comfortable. We didn't change. We didn't evolve. We didn't move, uh, move, move forward. And it's very hard to do that when actually really the, the, you know, the controls of all of this is in, is in northeastern Italy rather than really here because we, we know that because a number of managers you know um Sonino not being the not being the last one were given the tintac because of the GPS stats were you're not training the team correctly hmm. you know so you've also got a question with the, with the, with the coaches how much interference there is at board level um in terms of how you are preparing and where does that stop do we tell you how to prepare but we don't tell you how to set up on a Saturday I don't know if it is or it's not the case hmm. but I wouldn't be at all surprised if there is an awful a lot of suggestion as to uh, uh, this is this is the way you you go. Whatever happened, we lost our way in and around 2019. We have not properly found our way back yet. We've got a very expensive um, liability or asset will be seen in the in the transfer window in in Ishmael Asar. Yeah. It's, it's not worth keeping him in terms of what he's producing. I would like us to see some more workmanlike players coming in. Um, there are, you know, there are, there are a number of, of wingers who you, we could go and get. A number of people kind of were mentioning them last night in place who would give you work rate effort. And they would be absolutely thrilled to be at Watford rather than looking like, you know, I really should be at a bigger club. Well, there we are. Bloody hell. That was... Uh... Uh, yeah. Was well, I'm thoroughly depressed. I'm off to go and get pissed now. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Say, was there anything positive in the last hour and 15 minutes? Well, I'll tell you what is positive. Can I finish on a bombshell? Please do. No matter, no matter where Watford play, you know, no matter what division they're in, the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast will be there. 
Yeah, that's true. Oh, I feel sick now. Oh, yeah, God. me too. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to ask you a question. Oh, here we go. Highlight of the season, highlight of the year. Fuck me. I'd have to think oh, long and hard oh, about I, that. No, I'm not fucking you for the last time. <laughs> it might well, be a highlight well, for you. Well, hi, highlight, highlight of the season is Luton. It's got to be Luton at home. Without yeah. doubt. Yeah, without it's got to be that. Um, um, highlight of the year. Probably mm. the same, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I think back to... No. Well, I, I'm just no. going to say, I think back to the, the, the Hodgson six months as just being possibly the, the most attritional crap that I've seen for, for a very long time uh, as, a, as a man, as a manager, as, a, as someone who was in charge of our club, as someone who was picking teams, awful, absolutely terrible. So that's six months of that year written off anyway. <laughs> so uh, no, I think probably the highlight of the year and the season is, is beating Luton 4-0 and that won't count for shit if we don't get promoted or uh, we don't finish, finish above, above them. them. It won't count for anything because it was just one game where we played really well and won a convincingly it doesn't mean anything okay okay carlos justin yeah, I, has picked luton 4-0 you can't have the same answer you yeah. know the rules <laughs> oh <laughs> fucking hell he didn't say that when you started you can't just make the rules up when you go along <laughs> he's, he's being abusive now peter on the video <laughs> Have you not? Have you not been paying attention through the world versus goal? You can't make up the rules as you go along. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, highlight of highlight of the season for me. What what, you're gonna you're gonna be shocked. Was Blackpool away? I am despite, despite the fact that football was shit, it was it was probably the best away day I've ever had. So uh, yeah, that that was good fun. Um, I can't have Luton. You sure then? Yeah, absolutely. That's gone. Been taken. Well, we'll just turn this round on you in a minute, Peter. There there isn't much more going on, on, is there? You better be thinking of one, Pete, because we're going to turn it round in a sec. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. I'll take uh, away at Stoke. Was was excellent. Four 0 at Stoke. That was um, that was good. Okay, okay, very good, very good. My favourite. Well, go on then. Yeah, go on. Yeah. You're going to okay. struggle with this. I tell you, this is going to be take, fun. Watford six, Crawley wasps nil. Uh, he's going on the female uh, well game. Got you. The com- we, uh, you know, because because we're absolutely stupid and go, yeah, fuck it, we'll give that a go. Yeah. Right? <laughs> We end up doing a commentary. Which, oh, can I change mine? I don't know. I don't know how many people listened, but it was great fun to do anyway. There was Carl with with basically the mother of all hangovers. It was who, a bad one. Who was caught between trying to stay still because he was hungover with trying to jump up and down because he was cold, yeah. which was great because yeah. he basically got caught in this kind of kind of self harming loop, which was really pleasing <laughs> from where I was, which was up at the top of a gantry, having had the piss right royally taken at me on the way up and knowing it was going to be the same on the way down. Yeah, yeah. Just Justin goes wandering around. <laughs> that was also an effort to keep warm, I think, because it did snow that night. That was the night of the snow. It was bloody freezing yeah, that day. I, 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 we haven't got any video evidence of it, but I t- there was a few in that that one. But obviously, Peter trying to wedge himself. Well, we have in got the, video uh, evidence of that. that of we, that, it, yes. Yeah. But me race uh, having a race with the player at the end was very good that as well. Shame with Jay Bradley, who yeah. took and, and and that's part and part. That's that's by no means the smallest part of it. The women's team have have taken this season like we wish the the men would there's 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 a belief there's a commitment there uh the crowds aren't enormous don't get me wrong but if you could get along what a difference it'd make it would be you know every single person who goes along and cheers makes a difference and you feel that we talk about a lack of connection that is not a case with with the women's team it would be great to see them back in uh back and playing a game at, at vicarage road uh, yeah. I mean, they only open up the one stand, but they they 
they make absolute the most out of it and they really appreciate the fact that they're representing you so really I, I, cool. I think you're right I think you know I hadn't been to a ladies game before that particular one and it was yeah it's just a massive difference it's just players that actually look as if they're having fun and, and look as if they're enjoying playing football which is not what we're seeing on the on the pitch at, uh, at Vicarage Road so yes uh, well done for turning that round Peter because I was thinking how's well he, he going to yeah. do this and he is a slippery slippery soul isn't a he slippery customer yeah yeah, yeah. Well done, well, you Pete. see, I was going—I was going to take it into the fact that uh, the women's team during December. See what I did? Come back to December, six 0 there, and uh, really, the game that was supposed to be played that day was again was going to be against Hashtag United, which is why we were going to be doing stuff for the online kind of stuff on the the day when we beat uh, Huddersfield away yeah. uh, at six p.m. up at the training ground, playing under the dome because of all of the uh, the, the snow that was on. There was an absolute barnstorming game between. Uh, Watford women and hashtag United three all after 90 minutes Watford won it 5-3 in extra time and what was really good they interviewed Damon Lathrop who's the uh, who's the head coach and they said you know after you just won 5-3 in extra time everybody's going how was it and he went no we really didn't play as well as we should this was wrong this was wrong this was wrong but of course we're happy and that was like wow Mm. There's somebody with some standards mm. who doesn't who who concentrates on the performance and will let the results look after themselves because he's doing the right things. And I think the women are doing some really good things, and I think it's it's well worth everybody's time uh, getting a little bit behind them. Even if you go one game this season, it would make a huge difference. I'm, and genuinely, I'm looking forward to them coming back as much as as much as anything. Brilliant. Well, that's a nice that's a nice place to finish off. I think. That's a lovely place to finish off. Yeah. Um, so uh, let, let's see what 2020. Holds. I don't think, and I'm going to stick my neck out here. I don't think <laughs> it can be don't. any worse than 2022. Oh, you've done it. I've said it now. Done it now. Yeah, the genie's out of the bottle, but I, I, it can't be. It cannot be any worse. I'm very. Well, interested. I'm off to Norwich. Well, you very are very shortly. You are off to Norwich. So I, I, yeah. We'll I would be most interested to see how the transfer window pans out. We've got this new guy in uh, and, and our new... Big, uh, biggest one in uh, recent history. In a decade, probably. Yeah, this, this this transfer window. Biggest yeah. one in recent history. I don't honestly. know I don't know who's going to be available, what the budget that. is and who, who we're expecting to get in, but it's got to be it's gonna be big. It's got to go big, to, to quote <laughs> it's GT. It's got to go I big. I said, buy one, get one free. <laughs> I said, buy one, get one free. If only we could do that. Uh, I don't expect to see St- Sar staying. I hope he doesn't stay. I I'll, no, I hope he doesn't stay. Never, I'll, never. I'll, I'll drive him. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's, for me. He's, I don't want to label him as up there with Andre, but it's it's another luxury waste of money, in my opinion. Um, so um, I, I think I think he will say that what he thought he was coming into didn't happen. He joined and suddenly Dakura and Kapu and everybody else kind of disappeared at the end of that season. But he was kind of left here. He stayed throughout relegation, brought us back up. There's something to be happy and grateful for his first season there. But it, he, the, the, the lad constantly looks sullen and uh, and upset. I'd like him to get a move somewhere where, where he, you can see the best of him. To make him happy. And where, he go, yeah. where, he, where he goes somewhere where they say, you know what? When you get one-on-one, push it past him and bloody run. And he goes... You know what? You're the manager of Liverpool, Borussia Dortmund, you know, whoever. Everton. I'll do that. I'll do that. Rather than rather than looking at the person and going, well, you're not going to be here in three months, so fuck you. 
Yeah, that's absolutely. what I'm looking forward to. Absolutely. Well, I think we'll leave it there, chaps, uh, because I, I just don't think I could take any more of that, to be honest with you. I've, I've, I'd be developing a drink <laughs> problem very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, but listen, thanks for sticking with us on Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. We, you know, we're always grateful for any feedback we get, etc. We're very grateful to our patrons. If you want to get involved with that, um, please just look up Patreon forward slash. Um, Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. Well, it's Do Not Scratch Your Eyes, is it? There you go. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Look that up and, uh, yeah, you can help support our channel for as little as £3 per month and you also get a few little extra benefits as well. So uh, please do check that out. Uh, also, you know, do come on our Twitter spaces. We had a couple of lurkers oh, turned yeah. new callers last night who were absolutely fantastic. We had a call from Australia with a guy that just <laughs> summed it all up from 20,000 miles away <laughs> uh, with a lot of expletives, but he just did it fantastically um so uh yeah please join our twitter spaces but most of all thank you for for sticking with us and for um being there have a beautiful new year hopefully it'll be better than uh than last year good luck to everybody happy new year can i say one last oh, thing of course you can yeah, oh go on, Pete. Go yeah. on then peter why not we, we're always this good at ending you know yeah, this this, is our, this we, is our we need to work on our endings we really do well I, we need to work on our quiz, christmas messages as well because mine well, you had a blooper. Yeah, that's true. Go on, Pete. Um, a, a number of people have said about, for example, Uncle Ron being negative um, and what have you. But a lot of these people haven't actually come onto Twitter Spaces and said their bit. If you want to come on and you want to change the narrative, it is entirely in your hands to do so. Just come on, press request. Anything you say, literally, and I mean literally anything, and I mean you can hear the nonsense we come up with, is actually treated with a, with a, a level of kind of respect about that's your opinion and you're allowed it. Okay, so nobody's going to have a go. Nobody's going to be using daft language against anybody because you have a different opinion. This is this is Watford. It's not just the money that we put through the, you know, th- through the turnstiles or pay for our season ticket it's also the emotional attachment that we have to the club and what we try to do with this whole thing is is kind of allow the not to try to pretend that we're the voice of the fans but allow fans to use their voice whenever they want about whatever they want somebody comes on and says i want to talk about the burgers we talk about the burgers try stopping me talking about burgers but never mind <laughs> uh, see you see that's where i go wrong i go off on a tangent but no seriously if you want to change the narrative you don't agree with what it said come on and change the narrative by telling us your point thank you so much as i said to all the listeners lurkers and it, all the contributors and cheers patrons super what peter said what Peter go. said absolutely right we're going to let you go we got to go have a crack in 2023 everybody we'll catch you after the Norwich game see you later you ones you ones you ones It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. 
Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.